Hey guys, thanks for listening to SwiftCast. If you're a fan of Taylor, go ahead and hit the subscribe button on iTunes or your preferred podcast app, and it will automatically download our latest episodes for you every week. We have tons of exciting episodes coming up as we go track by track through Reputation and gear up for the Reputation Tour, so you'll only be doing yourself a favor by subscribing. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star rating or review. It helps fans like you find our show easier. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Tumblr at SwiftCast13, and you can find all of our episodes and social media on our website, SwiftCast13.com. Enjoy the show! Hey guys, welcome to episode 243 of SwiftCast. This is Adam. And Steph. And it's just the two of us today, and we are back after a little break. And today, for you, we just have a quick little update episode. We are going to go through some of the news that's been happening, and then talk about some of Taylor's recent Tumblr likes, because she's been back on Tumblr uh, liking some posts about the upcoming reputation tour and a few other things as well yeah that was pretty exciting she has been gone from tumblr for so long and i kind of thought that maybe she wouldn't return with the swift life being an application people use now right i thought so too and she has been using the swift life a little bit more and i think we'll talk about that a little bit in our news because she has posted some updates to that which is good um, but yeah, she's using a couple avenues of social media for now. Yeah, it it's good. It's just kind of confusing to know which one to use. I still haven't quite figured out the Swift Life. Right, me either. It, it seems like it's really popular, but I don't know if I know a lot of people who are using it. So maybe there's just lots of fans out there that we don't know of that are using it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think though... As we get closer to tour, she's going to use probably at least both forms, the Swift Life and Tumblr, more and more. So that's, I think, something to look forward to in the coming weeks. Yes, I definitely agree. And we can say, as we're recording, we are officially less than 12 weeks until tour starts. That is awesome. It's right around the corner. I mean, it's February and we only have to wait till May, so it's close. Yes, I'm getting really excited Well, let's go right into some of the recent news. The first piece of news is that on February 5th, Taylor tweeted another form of social media that Taylor has not really been using a lot, but she did send out a tweet and she wrote, songs I'm loving right now. And you may remember Taylor has done Spotify lists of songs that she's liking in the past. So she updated that and she had some really great songs on this list songs from artists who aren't really that well known some are well known but others you wouldn't really expect she even has some country artists on this list she has lanco pick you up she has dan and shay tequila she has another lanco win you over which i thought was exciting because i really love lanco I think they're most known for their song, Greatest Love Story. But she has Camila Caballo, who we're going to be talking about 
more later in this episode. I thought it was cute she included Endgame. I have to say that's a song I'm loving right now too. I get very excited anytime I hear it on the radio. And some artists I've never even heard of myself before. Holly Aerosmith, Love Together, Devin Dawson, All On Me. And the full list has 43 songs on it. So you should go check it out. I think it's really cool that Taylor's been doing this for years, introducing us to new music and new artists, even just through her touring when she would introduce us to new artists through having special guests. But she's really increased this over the years. Even back in the 1989 era, she would list songs and artists on Tumblr. So now she just has a new way to do it. And it's really convenient to just go right onto Spotify and listen to this stuff. Yeah, I'm glad she's been doing it too. And all of these artists, or at least a bunch of them, were tweeting their appreciation to Taylor. And they're just so excited to get recognized by such a global superstar. And I'm sure it's helping in their streaming and their sales. So that's just great. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't say that Taylor does not look out for small artists and try to get them noticed because this is huge. Like I said, some of these people are pretty much unknowns and they just now have been catapulted into really the stratosphere. When you have Taylor's mark of approval, that that means a lot. And didn't she say that she's going to release a list of favorite songs like once a month or update the playlist once a month? I don't I don't remember her saying that specifically, but this has been updated several times, right? At least once or twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think the funniest part is definitely that she included her own song on the list. Right. Not only is Endgame on there, but Delicate is also on there too. <laughs> So speaking of Endgame, did you get to see the awesome behind-the-scenes video that was released recently? Oh, yes. That was so great. It was so great. What was your favorite part? Um, Probably when they were talking about Ed's writing process. I was actually really disappointed. On the last episode, at the very beginning, I mentioned how we forgot to talk about his line the four words on the tip of his tongue, he'll never say it. And I'm really curious about those four words on the tip of his tongue. And so they were talking about his writing process, but they didn't talk about that line. So I'm still waiting. But I liked hearing how quickly it came together. For Ed, it came to him in a dream, which I thought was just really interesting. Because of course, we know Taylor has had similar circumstances where the stay and all you had to do was stay came to her in a dream. And of course, the really awesome sounds in I Did Something Bad came to Taylor in a dream as well. So I thought it was really interesting to see that these two brilliant artists get a lot of ideas while they're sleeping. Yeah, it really is. And I just love their friendship and how they interact. And of course, the part when... Taylor was imitating his British accent and doing a pretty terrible job. <laughs> I just love behind-the-scenes stuff, and I wish she would do more of it. And I'm sure she'll continue to, uh, but that stuff is just so great. 
Yeah, I'd really love to see more of this. And so you can hear a little bit about what we've been talking about. Here is a clip of the behind the scenes. Okay, so like, do you remember how when I played you this track and, and you were like, I know exactly, like I played you the track, you're like, I know exactly what to do. I And then you wrote it like the next day. Yeah, I actually wrote it in, I remember where I was. I was in a hotel room in New York in bed about eight o'clock in the morning and I woke up because for some reason I'd like dreamed it in my head what I was going to do. Like all the like... So it's not talent, it just, it accidentally happened It's just you. dreams, yeah. And then yeah. I woke up and then like typed it all out and then recorded it like a day later and sent it to you. And I remember you liked it. I did like it. Which was good. Positive. Um, really, 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 really liked it. Yeah. But because you haven't done the like cadence rhythmic thing since album one. Well, I've never actually really featured like this. I've maybe done like two tracks where I feature. I know. Doing my you're really doing cadence a rap. You're really featured here. Yeah. Oh. Oh. He played me in Scrabble. I'm about to. It's a tight game. No, I can wait. I can wait. I'll make him wait. It'll make him sweat. His game will get, you know, he'll get stressed and he'll be like, what's she going to play next? What's she going to play next? Is she going to get that triple word? I think something big's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, it's not. Well, I want to talk about the 4th of July line because that makes me really happy. Well, you see, it's kind of a play on words. Well, not really a play on words. It's kind of an exact... After the storm, something was born on the 4th of July. There's a film with Tom Cruise called Born on the 4th of July. What? Um, yeah, that's the whole thing. And obviously my relationship... I just thought you were doing a cool rhyme scheme. Well, no, because my, hey. my, my relationship started on the 4th of July. Where, whose house? Who's house? Taylor's house. house. <laughs> so the story was, uh, I was at Taylor's party, and then a girl I went to school with, who's pretty cool, uh, ended up being in Rhode Island. Oh, she was like, I'm in Rhode she's Island. She's the coolest. And I was like, Taylor, can she turn, turn up? And you were like, yep. Yeah. And then here we are. Uh, but yeah, there's a film called Born on the 4th of July. So that's what was the... Something was born on the 4th of July. After the storm, something was, was born, born on, on the 4th, 4th of July. July. I also like, um, um, I don't know, like I love, I've got chips on both of my shoulders. Yeah. I like that a lot. We are, well, we missed a trick there because they had little fries in the bowl. You could have put a chip on both of your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are, we're in the pub scene. Say hi to everybody. I commend them fully because um, they've been pretending like there's music playing when there's not. I have these in my ears. They've been like dancing to a click track. It's incredibly hard work. Now we're gonna go down to a club. Same people, different outfits. Try to keep up. Remember the um, sign that I made you for your first Happy anniversary? anniversary Ed, Happy anniversary Happy <laughs> I'm still excited about it. So good. It took me so long to think of both Platinum of your names. Platinum lyricist over here, everyone. <laughs> we gotta stop it. It has to be over. We have to. End game. Right, End game. Get back to the shoot. And before this video was released we had a little teaser where they were talking about taylor wearing flats right about how he always he, because he was sitting higher than she was and she told him that he was peacocking so it's just funny to see them 
like Adam said, just their friendship is so strong and it's always great to see those two together. Absolutely. Maybe there'll be another, another one or two that are released. So you never know. We'd love it. Yeah, I hope so. And even to see how it was filmed and the portions of the video with future would be really cool to also see. There's so much going on in that video that I think they could do a really great behind the scenes. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting in the scene towards the very end. I think it's when Taylor has her part. All the people are, it's like the party scene and all the people are like lounging around, chatting. And the way they film that, if you noticed, they don't play the track in the background. They just had like a a tap, tap, tap sound going. And everybody was like pretending that the music was going along and Taylor was mouthing the words. Wasn't that so weird? Yes, I had no idea that that was how they did that. I thought that they would have an iPhone or something and play it. So I was really surprised by that and really impressed that it really looked like they were all dancing in rhythm. And if you didn't know, you would think they were all listening to the same thing. Right. The technical aspects of the behind the scenes are definitely really cool. But I kind of wonder... Why don't they just play music? Why do they do it like that? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Hey, we've tried to get Joseph Kahn to join us, but we haven't had any <laughs> luck so far. We could ask him. Maybe someday. Maybe someday he'll come on the show. We can continue hoping. Well, next, again, Taylor used more social media. So I think that's good. She's been a lot more active lately. She posted on Instagram, she wrote repuhearsals, which is really clever. And so she included a photo of herself in rehearsals. Cute little selfie, which is really exciting. We knew rehearsals had been happening because some of her band members were posting about it on their own social media accounts. So we knew they were happening, but it was really cool to see Taylor herself in rehearsals. Definitely. Like with the behind the scenes, I hope we get more. I hope she gives us a snippet or video of some kind. I'm sure she won't spoil anything song related, but maybe she'll give us a little bit more. And regarding tour, a lot of the big discussion in the past week has been about who the openers might be. And we might have figured out who one could be based simply on their own tour dates that were recently released, and that is her friend Camila Cabello. So her tour was recently announced, and as our fandom often is, they are very good at looking at all the details, and they lined up all of her tour dates and all of Taylor's tour dates, and there's not one single one that overlaps. So that seems a little fishy. Oh, yeah. And... I'm just always amazed at how people figure things out and how quickly they figure things out. It was like Camila announced her tour and then within minutes everybody had screenshots of the tour dates lined up next to each other to show there was no overlap at all. And, you know, speculation about this has been brewing for a while. Camila was wearing Taylor merchandise back in December. We know they've been friends for a long time. 
And we also, on previous episodes, have talked about how weird it is that we still don't know if there's an opener. We thought, is there no opener? But then we also talked about how that would make sense because Taylor doesn't come on at a stadium show until it's dark out. So would people just be sitting around all day waiting for Taylor to come on when it gets dark? So I do, I think there is an opener. And for me personally, I think the Camilo theory makes a lot of sense. It also would in part explain why tickets are more expensive for this tour. Right, because you're going to need to pay for an opener or openers multiple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Camille is a big name, and I'm just, I'm excited. I think because they're such good friends, they'll have fun. And Taylor hasn't had a female opener in years. Of course, Ed was the opener for Red, Vance Joy for 1989, Need to Breathe for Speak Now, and then of course... During the Fearless tour, there was Kelly Pickler and Gloriana. And also there was Haim for 1989. They weren't at all dates, and they weren't, of course, uh, a solo female artist. They were a group. But yeah, absolutely. And also one other thing that's completely random, but Taylor's friend Rachel Platten, who joined her as a special guest on the 1989 tour, put a picture on Instagram lately. It was a Polaroid picture of Taylor and Camila, and it was dated January 16th, 2017. So a little over a year ago, during Taylor's time when she was completely out of the spotlight. Oh, you know, I read that Instagram post wrong. I, I thought it was just last month, but it was 2017. Yes, mm-hmm. Okay. See, I was thinking, oh, Taylor was just hanging out with Camila. I'm glad you said that. Now I know I was <laughs> wrong. But still, they've clearly been friends for a really long time. Yes. And I think it's a good, solid theory. I guess we just have to keep waiting to see what happens. I know. I, again, it's so weird that nothing's been announced. Do you think something will be announced? And when do you think it will be announced? Yeah, I feel like there's no way it could go into tour into the show without knowing because number one if people know who the opener or openers are they're going to want to get to the venue early if they want to see who it is maybe fans of that artist who aren't necessarily super fans of taylor would then be more inclined to go to see both of them so i think it's got to be coming and i think it's got to be coming in the next month or so yeah i think that's a good bet how do you think they'll announce it? I think it'll just be a Taylor Instagram post or Twitter post. Okay. She did a Twitter post to announce Heim. Just a simple tweet. Right. And was uh, Vance Joy and Sean Mendez known right when the tour was announced? Vance definitely was. Okay. And that's why I thought it was strange because we always knew the opener pretty immediately when tour dates were announced. So this is rare. Of course, Heim we didn't know until later, but they were, like Adam said, not on every tour date. So we'll see. 
So there has been a little bit of new content posted to Taylor Swift now on DirecTV, and it is a video from the Reputation release party that was held in New York City. Yeah, this was really cool. Uh, it was so nice that there's footage for the fans. They can have this now for the rest of their lives and see themselves meeting Taylor. And I think for fans just overall, it's so exciting to see Taylor meet people and hang out with fans. So it was a good episode. And it's also cool that they continued to add more content to Taylor Swift now. I think we can probably expect a lot of great content coming up with tour. Yeah, absolutely. As we know, she has a long partnership with DirecTV and AT&T, so there's definitely lots more to come. And we'll be right back after this to talk about Taylor's recent Tumblr likes. So Taylor has been on Tumblr recently, and she's been liking a bunch of posts, so we thought it would be fun to go through a couple of them that were either funny or things that she has been liking about Tor, so that we can all speculate. Oh, the speculation is always the best part about Tor. <laughs> uh, the first one is from Screaming I'm In Love With You, who posted... What is Taylor going to wear on tour? What kind of costume changes will she be doing? What will she have on the screens to entertain us during a transition? What is she thinking of for her speeches? What song will have pyro? What song will she sing acoustically? What kind of mashup will she do, if any? What song will play before the lights go out? Literally, what? And every what is in all caps. Yeah. And it was one big run-on sentence. <laughs> But really, these are all things I'm wondering myself. As I go through the list, I can't think of anything else I want to add at the moment. Yeah, they're all really valid questions that we're all wondering. I think the one I kind of most want to know is what song will play right as the lights go out. Absolutely, me too. That's always a fun one. Uh, I don't think any of us guessed last time that it would be Feel So Close. We definitely did not at all. I remember on an episode talking about it, and we went through all the other tours. Of course, before Speak Now, it was American Girl. Before Red, it was American Woman. Then we have Feel So Close. Who knows what she'll do this time? Right. And I feel like with this tour, everything will be a big surprise because everything's so different. Even with costume changes, we know what she's been wearing lately, but... We've talked a lot on other episodes about can she really be comfortable in those when you're under such hot lights for a long time wearing, you know, hoodies or sweatshirts. So I just can't wait to see what happens. Right. This whole era has been so different from the 1989 era that I think we got to expect that the tour will be the same. Very different. Our next one was a post from Delicate Kloss on Tumblr who said, I can't stop thinking about how Taylor has worn red lipstick practically every day since she was born, except for when she sang, here's the truth from my red lips in the Endgame music video. <laughs> it's so true, though. I, I really liked that she liked this post. And I actually wish she had replied to it or something. Yeah, I'm sure at some point down the road, somebody's got to ask her about that. They just got to be like, why would you not wear red lips when you sang that line? 
I just would find it hard to believe it was an oversight of some kind. Right. So I really want to know. The next one is from Swiftful Thinking 13 who posted, Call it what you want is equally somber and vulnerable as it is hopeful and strong. How did she master that so perfectly? That is such a true post, and that song has slowly become one of my favorites on the album. It's definitely in the top five. Oh, yeah, it's great. And we've talked before about that song maybe being on the, I guess what you would say, B stage, although there's not really a B stage for this tour. There are two different stages at the back, which is another question I have. How is that going to work? How is she going to get... <laughs> between all of these stages. But I think we've talked a lot about how we could see that song played on one of those smaller stages. And she has, of course, done that for her SNL performance. Our next one is from the user Taylor Nation, but it's not the actual Taylor Nation. This one has a zero and an extra R in there. But like we talked about earlier, it's about all those musicians that Taylor included on her playlist. And the post reads, there's just so many underrated musicians and bands in the world, and I would kill to swap music suggestions with Taylor, because I know she appreciates the art of music just as much as I do. So true. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and that's what I really appreciate about Taylor, and what I think the general public probably doesn't quite understand even if you go back in time to when Taylor wrote her letter to Apple Music, it wasn't about her. Her letter was about helping unknown artists actually earn what they deserve. So she's she's been helping artists, like I said earlier, for years and years by using them as special guests or tweeting about them. And the Apple letter, I think in my head, was huge. And now she just continues to do this and help people get more exposure. And you can even relate this to something outside of music. It just made me think of, remember when the whole trial ended last summer and she released that statement and she said that she knows she is fortunate in life that she has the the money and the power to be able to hire you know, the best attorneys to work on that case with her and that she hopes that that creates hope for other people who run into the same situation so it was not music related at all but she did such a good thing for all people out there in general oh absolutely yeah that was huge and i i remember reading an article after that that following taylor's trial there was an a surge in the number of reports i think her actions and her statement just help people feel more comfortable with coming forward with this kind of information. For sure. The next one is from I'll Sing Your Name, who posted, seriously, none of us are ready for this tour or what she has in store. Yeah, short and to the point. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I think the fact that Taylor liked it is pretty telling that we really have no idea. Nope. She has a lot up her sleeve, I'm sure. 
The next one is one of the funniest posts I've seen in a while. It is a picture of a cat in the front seat of a car with its paws up on the steering wheel like it's driving. And the caption says, when you accidentally type getaway cat instead of getaway car. (laughs) I bet she laughed out loud when she saw that. I bet she's the type of person who would try to take Meredith or Olivia to a car and try to replicate it. Oh, yeah. I could see that, too. Speaking of Olivia, Taylor also posted this adorable photo of Olivia with her legs stretched out. Did you see that? I did. That was such a funny picture, yeah. What was the caption on that? Do you remember? Yeah, it was, we are all stretching to prep for that tour choreography. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was about tour. It was just such a good photo. I wonder if Olivia does that all the time. It just, it looks so uncomfortable. But we know that Meredith also sits in weird positions that look uncomfortable. Yeah, I think they just stretch out and sit in weird positions to scratch themselves and things like that. Yeah. Well, I would bet that, like Adam said, she tried out this steering wheel driving the car photo too. The next one is also really funny. It's from Still Got Scars, who wrote, Mood, Taylor Swift concocting divine scrabble tactics, making puns and mimicking Ed's British accent while looking as soft as lilac clouds. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Oh yeah, and that's one thing we didn't talk about. Um, Taylor apparently plays Scrabble or Words with Friends on her phone. Right. We always knew she loved Scrabble. She's tweeted about it before. Lots of funny ones where I think for Christmas she asked for a Scrabble board. And then there was another tweet where I think she said something like, anytime I ask people to come over and play Scrabble, suddenly they're all busy. And I remember for the 1989 tour when she went overseas, she was actually pictured in the airport carrying her scrabble board that's right (laughs) so i'm not surprised but i love that she loves the game yeah i saw some people online tweeting at her saying hey i'll i'll face you i'll be your opponent let's play yeah i kind of wonder she has to use a secret username or something right um i think you can play just against people you know i don't think you have to play against random people so If it's people she knows, then she can just play against them. Okay. Well, maybe someday she'll branch out and play with fans or something. Yeah. So before we go, we just wanted to remind you, we haven't really talked about it much, but the Brit Awards are coming up on February 21st in the UK. And we're still not sure if Taylor is going to attend or not. There was a source that seemed to say that she was but a lot of people didn't think that was a good confirmation so i still think it's really up in the air right i hope she does it'd be great to see her and you can't deny that she's into the united kingdom lately even some of her songs have kind of slang terms from the british language an example is the use of the word fit I know Taylor has liked posts saying that she actually was using the British slang for that word 
which means not fit like in physically good shape, but fit like very good looking. So I don't know, I could see her coming, but she's been so absent that I also wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't show up. Either way, Taylor is up for two awards at the Brits this year. She's up for British Artist Video of the Year, which is actually Zane, but she's of course in the music video for I Don't Want to Live Forever. So I feel like they would give her the award too, right? I would think so, yeah. And and the, the category actually says Zane and Taylor Swift, so that's good. I think she would get the award if they win. And she's also up for International Female Solo Artist. Cool. I think she's got a good chance at both of those. Oh, I think so too, yeah. And what was the last time she went to the Brits? I remember it was... I don't remember the year, but I think it was that time when she wore that black dress with the red dragon on it, right? Right. So that was 2015, right after 1989 was released. She performed Blank Space at that show. And that was, I guess, probably what, her second time performing Blank Space? The first time was at the AMAs in 2014 when she had the whole dinner table scene. Right. But at the Brits, it was actually like the tour performance that we eventually saw a few months later on tour. Of course, Taylor's not performing at this show this year, but 2015 was a great year when she did show up. She won a lot of awards. And the one time when she accepted the award, she said, I love you, Ed Sheeran. (laughs) (laughs) And so, of course, Ed will be there. He's up for several awards, so it would be good to see them together. And some of Taylor's other friends are also up for awards like Lord and Haim. Cool. Well, that is definitely a good reason for her to attend, that a lot of her friends would be there. So we'll follow along, and we hope she does. Yeah, we'll see what happens, and we will definitely be talking about it on the next episode. So thank you guys for listening. If you are not already subscribed, we would love if you subscribe to us on iTunes. And that way, the latest episode will download for you automatically whenever we release it. You can reach us on social media at SwiftCast13, and you can email us at SwiftCast13Show at gmail.com. And of course, you can see everything on our website as well, which is SwiftCast13.com. So thanks for listening, and we will see you on our next episode for episode 243. This has been Adam. And Steph. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.